0: Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond with the Lakeshore Museum Center. My name is Pat Horn. On today's podcast, we're going to look at the development of Evergreen Cemetery, the final resting place for many of Muskegon's most famous and influential pioneers and citizens. Now before I can talk about how Evergreen Cemetery came about, I first need to talk a little bit about the development of Muskegon. When the first sawmills started being built in the late 1830s, small little communities clustered around them. As time went on and the south shore of Muskegon Lake became the main mill area, business still tended to center near the waterfront, even as stores and homes started to move south of the shoreline. As the first settlers started to die off, a cemetery was needed. Now, as most lived and worked near the water, the cemetery was developed close to where the people were, just a few blocks south of the lake, located at 1st and Muskegon Street, where Mount Zion Church stands today. However, as Muskegon started to expand and homes and businesses were being located further from the lake, the cemetery that was once on the outskirts was suddenly in the middle of a busy and growing city. This cemetery, besides taking valuable space, also raised great concerns over the quality of water that would be found near it for the people living next to it. To fix this problem, it was decided to move the remains buried at the current cemetery to a different location and build a new cemetery outside of town. In 1862, the city of Muskegon purchased 10 acres of land that had once been farmland and were outside of city limits to make a new cemetery that would be called Evergreen. Being out of city limits, it was a full 12 blocks from the city center and many thought this made it too far away as a carriage ride would take a while to reach that destination. However, much like the earlier cemetery, the city would swallow up this land and the available space quickly. By 1864, the land was prepared and the cemetery opened with the first burial taking place there that year. For the old cemetery, a Mr. Archer was paid $245 to box up the bodies and move them out of the old cemetery and to the new one in what could not have been at all a pleasant job. He was also given extra money to construct new coffins for some of the bodies. Initially, it cost around $5 to buy a plot at Evergreen, but there were not many takers as the site was very desolate. Articles in the Chronicle mention families not wanting to go visit loved ones graves because of such a bleak place, or wanting to bury them there in the first place. The city also wasn't paying anyone to maintain or improve the cemetery either. To help fix this, a ladies cemetery association was formed by a Miss Smith and a Miss Piper. The association charged a small membership fee to raise money for Evergreen, and the ladies went about planting bushes, flowers, and trees including the large oak trees at the main entrance today. They also made a well to make sure that they could get water access for all the plants. They even had benches and a gate built for the cemetery. As a result, in a few years, the cemetery became a much more comforting place, and burials became more frequent. The cemetery also set aside land as a potter's field for those who were unknown or didn't have the funds for a grave and headstone. With these changes, the original $5 plots rose in cost going up to $300 in the 1880s. As the quality increased in the cemetery, many of early Muskegon's most influential and wealthiest leaders started to reach old age and secured plots in the now beautiful cemetery. These leaders would then be buried at Evergreen, including the Hackleys in their mausoleum, the Hume family, the Moon family, Chauncey Davis, the first mayor of Muskegon, and many other figures. Also of special note is a small obelisk with a branded hand on it, marking the resting place of Jonathan Walker, known as the man with the branded hand, who helped slaves escape from the south before he was caught and branded for this crime. Check out our podcast on him to learn more about his story. By 1882, most of the plots had been bought up, and the city had to take action to create another cemetery for the growing population. This new cemetery would be built at a great cost But eventually a new cemetery was formed right across the street from Evergreen, created under the name Oakwood. While Evergreen operated under volunteers for many years, eventually a sexton would be put in charge of it, and by 1912 other workers would receive pay to help maintain the cemetery and its 3,200 graves. Today, Evergreen Cemetery is one of many cemeteries in the area, but it holds a special place for those of us who are fascinated by the history of Muskegon County. The names on the tombstones hold the stories to fill hundreds of podcast episodes, and it's nearly 1,000 graves from the 1800s, when Muskegon as a city was beginning to grow and thrive, make a timeline of Muskegon's past. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back in two more weeks with our next episode.